Hi, hello, and how you doing? Welcome back to Social Butterfly. Look, leaders can bank on two truths. First, they will be criticized. Second, criticism always changes the leader. Unhappy people tend to attack the point person. And who's the point person? Well, that happens to be you. But there are effective ways of handling the criticism. Number one, maintain your humility. Number two, face the criticism squarely. Three, understand the difference between constructive and destructive criticism. Yes, there is a difference. Number four, look beyond the criticism to see the critic. Number five, guard your own attitude toward the critic. Six, keep yourself spiritually in shape. Don't forget to associate yourself with people who are already spiritually in shape. Number seven, allow time to naturally prove the critics wrong. And number eight, concentrate on your mission, not the critics. Change your mistakes as necessary. Again, my favorite part of of this list is allow time to naturally prove the critics wrong. And with that being said, how well do you know your team that is helping you to achieve your goals? Have you ever considered their dream? Have you ever considered the dream of the people who are on your team? Look, most people who are dissatisfied and discouraged feel that way because they haven't grasped a vision for themselves. As a leader, you can help others discover their dreams and then get moving. You may have already recognized much of the potential of the people you're leading, but you need to know more about them. To help them recognize the destination they will be striving for, you need to know what really matters to them. To do that, you can find out these few things about them. It's a little exercise that uh, is really really, uh, helpful when it comes to getting to know somebody on a more personal level. Uh, Number one, ask them, what do they cry about? To know where people truly want to go, you've got to know what touches their hearts. Second question, what do they sing about? In the long run, people need to focus a lot of energy on what gives them joy. And number three, what do they dream about? If you can help people discover their dreams and truly believe in them, you can help them become who they were designed to be. All that is extremely important. A a relationship that goes beyond a professional one can be extremely useful for both you and the followers. Okay, sometimes this can be a hard pill to swallow, but leaders must live by higher standards than their followers. Here's a little passage from the Bible that uh, is, is a nice statement in regards to this. For everyone to whom much is given from him much will be required and to whom much has been committed of him they will ask the more okay so like i said leaders must live by higher standards than their followers this insight is exactly opposite of most people's thoughts concerning leadership right i mean in a world of perks and privileges that accompany the climb to success little thought and sometimes no thought is given to the responsibilities of the upward journey 
Leaders can give up anything except responsibility, either for themselves or their organizations. J.D. Rockefeller Jr. has an awesome quote. It says, I believe that every right implies a responsibility, every opportunity an obligation, every possession a duty. Look, too many people are ready to assert their rights, but not to assume their responsibilities. I think we all know people that fit that bill, right? Richard L. Evans wrote a book, it's called An Open Road, and in it he states, It is priceless to find a person who will take responsibility, to know when someone has accepted an assignment that it will be effectively, conscientiously completed. But when half-finished assignments keep coming back to check on, to verify, to edit, to interrupt thought, and to take repeated attention, obviously someone has failed to follow the doctrine of completed work. End statement. That's, a, that's, that, that's an awesome, an awesome uh, statement from his book. Okay, so with all that being said, as you can imagine, it takes sharp focus in order to become a better leader. I feel that some of the most important keys are your priorities and concentration, and you need to focus your time and energy on three key areas. Most of your time and energy should be focused on developing your strengths. Effective leaders who reach their potential spend more time focusing on what they do well than on what they do wrong. Okay, if you want to get better, it goes without saying that you're going to have to step into new areas. Some of these areas might not be too comfortable, but you have to keep changing and improving. If you dedicate time to new things related to your strength areas, then you'll undoubtedly grow as a leader. And lastly, look, we're all human. We all have faults. We all have areas of weakness. Nobody can entirely avoid working in areas of weakness. The key is to minimize it as much as possible. Now, it's not to avoid it because it's never going away. It's to minimize it as much as possible. And one of the greatest ways to do this is by delegating. Don't let ego or pride get in the way of asking someone else who you know was better in an area than you to accomplish this for you. Remember, your goal is to get better for both you and your people. There are certain half-dreaming moods of mind in which we naturally steal away from noise and glare and seek some quiet haunt where we may indulge our reveries and build our air castles undisturbed. Washington Irving With more time on our hands than some of us have had in our entire lives, take advantage of it. If you can't go outside, go inside. When's the last time you retreated to the beauty of your imagination? Surrounded yourself in complete silence, closed your eyes and took a genuine stroll through the soul. Remember, imagination is the soil that brings dreams to life. Now is your opportunity to go tend that garden. And guess what? You know who you're going to find hanging out in that garden? Your inner child. Kailash Satyarthi has a quote. Childhood means simplicity. Look at the world with the child's eye. It is very beautiful. 
As you guys can tell by my post of various cartoons and anime characters, I'm a huge kid at heart. I was never interested in growing up. My inner child is always present. Regardless of responsibilities and obligations, don't ever lose touch with your inner child. Laugh, play, and be silly. Look at the world through your inner child's eye once in a while. It just might be the perspective you were looking for. I have another beautiful one. That's the real trouble with the world. Too many people grow up. They forget. Of course, by the iconic Walt Disney. Like I said, allow yourself to see the world through the eyes of a child. Let that feeling of innocence, imagination, and curiosity take over. Who cares why you're smiling? Who cares why you're singing? Who cares why you're dancing? Who cares why you're laughing? Allow that inner child to come out today. Be free-spirited and do something just for the fun of it. Don't ever forget. All right, guys. Remember, stay strong, stay focused, stay positive, keep the warrior mindset, keep it going, keep it growing. Social Butterfly, and I'm out. So like I mentioned in my previous episode, I'm going to create a shout out segment uh, it's going to consist of, you know, podcasters, uh, people who's people who I follow on social media, uh, people who have influenced me, you know, throughout my podcast journey. You know, my, my main goal being to uh, help people achieve a, the best version of themselves, and to motivate and to inspire. You know, I and to spread positivity, of course. I want to give a shout out to a bunch of people. I have a laundry list of, of, of names and, and podcasters that I'd love to acknowledge. But this being the inaugural one, I know I've yet to and 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 I'm not going to do an episode in regards to the pandemic. I feel like you can get plenty of that information. I feel like you can get it anywhere and everywhere. And to all you podcasters out there that are doing it, hey, man, more power to you. Believe me, I'm not hating on you. I'm not against it. Go get it, baby. I'm glad you're giving the people what they want. I'm glad you're giving the people what they need. I just feel like they don't need one more person doing it. That's why I've chosen to not do it. But with this being the very first uh, shout-out segment, I'm going to have to put on hold the uh, laundry list that I, that I have that I, that I like to go through. And no, I won't read the entire list in one segment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it up because I want to go into a little detail about what these people stand for, what they mean to me, how I found them, and, you know, things like that. You know, what, what, what makes them so influential to me. But... I've got to give a shout out to all the frontline workers, because if there's one thing I need to say in regard to the pandemic, it's thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody out there that is putting in their work, putting in the hours, sacrificing their health and well-being for the sake of humanity, not just for the sake of their community, but for the sake of the human race. We are all in this fight together. We are fighting a global battle, and you guys keep it going. So to my frontline workers, you all know who you are. We see you every day. We appreciate you. We love you. I know there's people out there protesting. I mean, in my opinion, I think that's more frustration than anything. But believe me, you're loved, you're cared for, you're respected. 
You are living the true warrior mindset. You're staying focused. You're staying strong. You're staying positive. And we love you for it, baby. Social Butterfly. I'm out.